So the new moon, it's just a really a great time. It's a wonderful time to tap into your inner knowing, right? And really just make requests from the universe. Like I am ready to blank. I want blank, right? And just getting clear on what you actually want, right? And setting intentions for the month, right? Welcome in new challenges and set yourself new goals and ask yourself what you really want. It's usual to set intentions and focus on how you want to manifest your intentions during the coming month, right? And during a new moon ritual, you want to set positive intentions for yourself so that during your ritual, you can really commit to manifesting those intentions, right? And asking the universe or your spirit guides or whatever resonates with you for help. Hi, and welcome to the Endo Babe podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bree. I'm an ultrasound tech turned endometriosis coach, positivity and self-love advocate, a seven on the Enneagram, and I am a proud dog mom. And I'm on a mission to help you live more positively with endometriosis and be happy in your body. On the Endobabe podcast, we're going to dive deep into all things endometriosis, mindset, self-love, health, and so much more. This is a badass podcast for badass endobabes. And I want you to leave this podcast feeling inspired and empowered on your own health journey with more confidence and the belief that you too can have more good days than bad. Are you with me, babes? See you in the podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Endo Babe podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about the moon and creating moon magic and working in harmony with the moon cycle and creating different rituals based on the new moon and the full moon and how it can benefit you. And so if you're looking or wanting to learn what a new moon or full moon ritual is and how to create your own ritual, you are in the right place. So essentially, a ritual is basically routine, right? It's a special ceremony or a simple routine that you create for yourself or for others, right? And so in doing so, you're creating space for yourself, being still, checking in, reflecting, showing yourself some much-needed self-care and attention, You really get to disconnect from the outside world and be still and become more in tune with yourself, with nature, with how your body's feeling, with the energies of the world, right? Um, And don't let the word ritual put you off, right? Because again, a ritual is just another word for her routine. In doing this and in syncing up with the moon cycle and doing these energetic practices during the new moon and the full moon, It creates a sense of magic and power infused with your manifestations and your intentions and everything that you're going to be laying out during these rituals. Moon rituals have been practiced since ancient cultures. The moon is linked to the goddess Selene and goddesses worship the original religion of the earth, right? And so you might think of that as a little witchy and it might be a little witchy, but it's undeniable that there are different energies within the world that we live in and how we choose to harness those energies and use them to help us move forward and help us heal and help us kind of understand the world that we're living in at all is totally up to you, right? The moon has always been regarded as sacred. I know for me, like I've always had a special connection to the moon and the stars and all of that just ever since I was like a little tiny kid. And I'm sure a lot of you have as well. It's just such a, it's a powerful presence in our life. Right. 
And especially growing up in Montana, when you can see the Milky Way every single night, it really helps give you a lot of perspective, perspective and respect, I guess, <laughs> for just the vast beauty of our universe, right? And the moon and water have always kind of been intertwined, like the oceans or the moon affects the ocean tides. And the moon also follows the same cycle that we do on our menstrual cycle. It's roughly 28, 29 days, 29 and a half, I think technically, but there's just a lot of synchronicities between women, between life, between everything and harnessing those energies and synchronicities to help you heal and to help you really ground in yourself is just something powerful. Doing these practices, whether it be a new moon or a full moon ritual, is a simple way to align ourselves with the powerful magic of the moon and its ancient energy frequency. And again, you can call it whatever you want. I prefer the word ritual. It just feels a little more sacred to me, but use it as you wish. There are eight phases. I am going to be focusing on the new moon and the full moon just because those energetic frequencies are a lot higher during those times, right? So the new moon and the full moon have very different celestial happenings and energies, right? A new moon invites us to focus on new beginnings, right? And the full moon gives us power to let go, right? And you can create a cycle every single month with your body, with your menstrual cycle. Um, go back and listen to my episode on seed cycling because that syncs up your body to the moon cycles, which is how women have been synced up to the moon for, for centuries. Um, but you can go listen to that episode. I don't have it, the number on hand, but I'll link it in the show notes. Um, if you want to listen to that, but you can follow the moon's natural cycle by starting at the new moon and setting intentions and then using the full moon ritual to let go of what's holding you back and finishing with the next set of intentions at the new moon. Right. And so the new moon is a dark moon. It's day zero of the moon's rotation around the earth. When it faces towards the earth, it's in full darkness. And so it sits directly between the sun and earth. And this is typically the first day of the menstrual cycle, um, the first day of your period. If you're, if you have cycles that are linked to the moon, right? Every woman is slightly different. The new moon is really a perfect time for a reset, right? It symbolizes embarking on new beginnings and planting new seeds of intention, right? Where in contrast, the full moon is a time for harvesting and expansion and celebration and really just like letting go of things that weren't serving you during that the month and moving forward with new intentions at the next new moon. So we talked about the new moon, right? Which is day zero of the moon's rotation around earth. And then the full moon is when the moon sits at the opposite side of the earth, then the sun and its face is illuminated by the bright light of the sun. So we see the big, beautiful glowing full moon in the night sky, right? And so there are two different rituals that you can really help center yourself around. And again, like I said, we're going to be doing just new moon rituals and full moon rituals for this. You can do rituals any time of the month. I just well, personally, I like to do them at the new moon and full moon um, because of the heightened energies, right? And I do want to say that the most important thing to remember when creating rituals or routines for yourself around the moon is to make sure it feels in alignment with you, right? If something feels weird or feels off or something makes you feel overwhelmed or you think that you should be doing something and you're being more hard on yourself than you need to be, there's already so much pressure in our lives. 
we shouldn't have to put pressure on ourselves to do these kind of activities to connect back to ourselves, right? So really, if you're feeling that pressure or something doesn't feel in alignment with you, like take what you like and leave what you don't, right? You can explore some other ideas, right? But it is great to venture out of your comfort zone and try new things. But again, if something feels uncomfortable or forced or out of alignment or anything just not right, it can distract you from the actual intention of that ritual, right? And stop it from being as powerful as it might need to be, right? And it can take time, a few times to figure out what actually works for you and what you like and how you like to do things. And so give yourself that time and be patient, right? Nobody's perfect the very first time, you know, and I'm always changing things up every single month too, because sometimes I, I mean, I'm not a huge routine person, you know, I like to have different things going on different days and depending on how I feel, um, you know, I'm more of a go with the flow kind of person. And so I change things up because that feels more comfortable to me. You know, you'll find your own pace and your own way of doing it. And that's beautiful, right? You can also like choose a time that works for you, right? Evenings tend to work best for most people just because the moon is up in the sky already works over. If you have kids, kids have gone to sleep. But nighttime is also kind of an ideal time because the moon rules night. The night moon's in the sky, you know, especially when the sky's clear on a full moon, like you'll be able to see it illuminating above you in all of its beauty, right? But if you're more of a morning person, like do you set time aside for this within like two to three days while the energies are still strong, Right. And if you're not sure when the exact dates are for like the new moon and the full moon and things like that, you can just do a quick little Google search. It's always on Google. Everything's on Google. <laughs> there are a few items that you might want to have to use or at least have around you. Um, and this can vary by ritual to ritual, by person to person, whatever floats your boat. But a few items that you might want to consider are candles, crystals, essential oils, incense, sage, a diffuser, oracle or tarot cards, right? A notebook and pen for journaling, um, water, like music playing in the background, some plants or flowers, your yoga mat, a comfy cushion, an altar if you have an altar, um, just whatever kind of helps you feel centered and grounded and at peace, right? And so I have a little area. It doesn't matter where I live, if I'm in the, in the trailer, if I'm in our new house, like I always find a little tiny area in that house. And that's like my, like, like a goddess corner, right? And it has like my crystals and my candles. And I have like lotions that smell really yummy, like CBD infused lotions. And I have essential oils and my plants, <laughs> Um, and all of my things. And whenever I'm feeling like I want to sit down and like journal, like I'll put my ear pods in and I'll listen to some binaural beats and journal, light my candles with my crystals and all of my things, right? Because it all just, just enjoy it, right? And so you can use whatever, whatever you want, like whatever just makes you happy, right? And don't worry about spending a ton of money on all of the things that I just said, right? Some of the things are totally free. You can invest in a few things if you want to down the line, but it's not so much about the physical object, objects, but rather what they symbolize to you and how they move you, right? And so if you don't have those things, that's totally fine. Some of my first like I used to always buy, like find candles at the thrift store. <laughs> um, they were like half burnt, but I wonder, 
I wonder if that was just the thrift store I went to in Denver anyway, because it does seem kind of like an odd item to buy at a thrift store, but you know, you can find things at thrift stores. You can not use anything in the very beginning and that's totally fine. It's again, just about what they symbolize to you. Not so much about the actual physicality of the objects, right? Because a crystal to somebody who's not, who doesn't really like crystals, it's just a pretty rock, right? But to me, I'm like, ooh, it's like a beautiful crystal, you know, like I hold it and like I put that energy into the crystal, you know, and it's that those crystals symbolize something to me and they move me. And so I use them, you know, so it's, you got to figure out what, what moves you. Right. So once you get all of the things or whatever that you need to get set up, if you get your goddess corner set up, figure out a time you want to do things, make sure that it's special to you and not forced. One of my favorite um, rituals is a bath. I love baths anyway for pelvic pain. Um, But as I mentioned before, the moon rules water and water is a symbolic way of washing away old and welcoming the new. So whether it's a bath or a shower, right? imagining like the water washing away all of the negative energies, right? It's a really beautiful way to take care of yourself and create a space for reflection, right? You can choose to infuse your bath with whatever you like. I like Epsom salts, um, essential oils, bubbles. I love bubbles. (laughs) Um, But salts are just a great way. They're great not only for our muscles and pelvic pain and things like that, but they're also a really great way to like cleanse out negative energies from your body, right? Mm, candles. I always have candles going and playing some music in the background, right? But again, it doesn't have to look like I do it. I just want to give you guys examples of things that I'm doing um, and ways that you can create your own moon rituals. As I was just saying before, like the atmosphere is important, right? And so it's less about the things and more about what those things or what the ritual symbolizes to you. And part of really getting aligned, right, is creating a nourishing atmosphere. So I like to turn the lights off or dim them with my light my candles, put on my, um, I'm going to butcher this, but I think it's like solfeggio <laughs> frequencies. They're just like, it's like sound healing, um, binaural, binaural beats. Anyway, um, I put on that music, right? I sit in my cozy chair. I have my notebook, my pen, right? It's all about like creating that nourishing atmosphere that's really going to depend on the mood that I'm in, but it's also going to help guide my mood, right? There's no wrong way to create your atmosphere. It's Again, it's meant to be unique to you and to inspire you. So remember to have fun with it, right? If the weather's nice, you might want to go outside, right? And just let... Let yourself have fun with it. And even if you do go outside, like that's just an easier way to help you feel a little bit more connected to nature. And so once you, if you've done the bath, do the bath, you've done all of the things to get everything ready. Um, it's always recommended to cleanse your space, right? This helps get rid of any lingering negative energies, right? Sage is considered a sacred plant by Native Americans and burning it was used for energy cleansing and healing and rituals. Palo Santo wood has a similar effect to sage. You can use incense, but if you're not like a fan of smoke or you live in an apartment or something, or you just don't really feel called to cleanse things that way, you can cleanse things with essential oils. You can 
cleanse things with moon water and like spritz it around. Um, just kind of whatever feels more aligned to you. I always start off my rituals with some big breaths just to help connect me back to my, my body. Right. And depending on if it's the new moon or the full moon, like new moons are a powerful time for intention setting and new beginnings and setting goals and focusing on how you'll accomplish and manifest these goals and intentions. Right. And in doing so it's time to reflect and release. Right. And so I like to journal, you know, if you've listened to any of my podcasts at all, you know that I am a huge journaler. <laughs> um, right. And so the new moon, I guess I'm going to call them new moon journaling activities. It's just a really a great time. It's a wonderful time to tap into your inner knowing, right. And really just make requests from the universe. Like I am ready to blank. I want blank. Right. And just getting clear on what you actually want, right. And setting intentions for the month, right. Welcome in new challenges and set yourself new goals and ask yourself what you really want. It's usual to set intentions and focus on how you want to manifest your intentions during the coming month. Right. And during a new moon ritual, you want to set positive intentions for yourself so that during your ritual, you can really commit to manifesting those intentions. Right. And asking the universe or your spirit guides or whatever resonates with you for help. Right. And you can, if you pay attention to astrology at all, like you can look at where the moon is during the new moon. Right. This one in um, November coming up is the new moon in Scorpio. And it's on November 4th, right? Scorpio rules sex and transformation and finances, and it's ruled by the planet Pluto that governs like power and transformation. And so the new moon in Scorpio carries transformative energies. It's going to help us make progress and move forwards, right? And Scorpios are also known for going deep. And so the new moon can stir up really deep emotions and energies. And so it's a really great time to tap into your inner knowing and make requests from the universe, right? Like how can I sit with that uncomfortable, with those uncomfortable feelings and love myself through what I feel, right? I'm ready to blank. I want to blank. You know, what are my intentions? What do I want to focus on this month? How do I want to show up? And really getting clear on it, right? And then the full moon, full moons are a time to let things go, right? And so the new moon, it's the beginning of the cycle and the full moon is the end of end of the cycle um, or halfway point of the cycle because I guess the new moon would be technically the end of the cycle. But full moon is a time to let things go. So it's really a time to like reflect on how things have been going in the month, right? How did your problems and any worries and behaviors and how did you show up during that month? And are there any problems or worries or unwanted behaviors or toxic people that you can let go of to move forward for full moons. We really want to look and get clear at what's holding us back, right? Because again, full moons are a time to let go. So we've got to be honest with ourselves to be able to actually let those things go, right? So like in, again, you can also look at where the moon is placed. So like the full moon in November on the 19th is in Taurus and it's actually a lunar eclipse. Um, and so again, full moons are powerful time for letting go of thoughts, problems and wanted behavior so you can move forward and heal and the full moon is in taurus and taurus is a grounded and sensual sign that rules money and passions and morals and values 
when it's ruled by the planet Venus that governs love and marriage and beauty, right? And so the full moon in Taurus is really going to be amplified by the lunar eclipse. And so this full moon will be a time of culmination and really a time of inflated emotions. And so it's really best to sit with those emotions and reflect before you take any action, but it's going to illuminate areas of our life where we can finally reap the rewards of all of the action that we've been taking and also shine light on areas. So we're able to assess what needs to be done to improve. Right. And so it's a really great time. Like full moons are a really great time to again, journal, (laughs) Um, but they're also a great time to take one of those cleansing showers and just imagine the water washing away what is no longer serving you to make space for what you truly want. Right. And if you are called to journaling as much as I am some journaling, prompts for full moon rituals are things like how much have I grown this past month? What am I feeling during this full moon? What did I welcome into my life in these last two weeks? What am I ready to get rid of, shed, and free myself from, right? What's holding me back, right? It's just a time to be reflective and really get clear on our life so that we can move forward, let go and move forward, right? So I feel like I've just kind of been talking in circles, jumping between (laughs) new moon and full moon and different kinds of like how to get started with a ritual, right? But let's kind of back it up and retrace our steps a little bit, right? So we want to start out by making sure that whatever we're going to be doing is something that's like special to us. Right. We're going to choose a time of day. We're going to gather the items that we that are special to us. Maybe we don't have any items, you know, because it's really just about what is symbolic to you and how they move you. Right. And once we have all of that ready, making sure that it feels special for us and we're creating a nourishing atmosphere, we can really get clear on the purpose of the ritual. Right. And so We'll set intentions for that ritual. We will, whether it be the new moon where we are setting goals, right? Focusing on what we want to manifest or whether it be intentions for the full moon for letting go of things that are no longer serving us, right? So we want to get clear and set on our purpose for that ritual. So that's the first step. Well, technically second step because first step is like getting everything ready. Second step is getting clear on purpose. Third step is really clearing your mind and energetic body using either meditation or clearing your space with like smudging or essential oils or the wind or visualization, like whatever you want to do to clear your energetic body. And then really number four would be writing out your purpose or intention clearly, whether that be focusing on the intention. You don't have to write it, I suppose. You could speak it. Um, or think it, but you want to get very clear on your intentions and then you can release your intention into the universe, right? And imagining that it's growing and developing into an actual manifestation, things that are going to come back to you, right? And then decompress in some way, right? Take a few moments of deep breathing, journaling, walking, stretching. If you're in a group, right? Like if you do like, um, like a moon circle or something like that, explore the different experiences and talk about it with everybody in that group, right? Community is really important, but you want to set your your moon intentions, visualize what you want to get out of these intentions, right? Whether it be a new goal, a new whatever, a new manifestation, or whether it be letting go of something that's no longer serving you. 
right? You're going to get clear on your intentions. You're going to visualize all of it. Visualize your dreams actually becoming a reality, right? And allowing yourself to get swept away in the moment and allowing yourself to actually do it and not feel silly, if that makes sense. Then I I really encourage you to free journal and just getting your your thoughts and intentions and what you want out on out of your mind and onto paper it can be so transformative like so transformative and remember there's no wrong way to do any of this right and so i encourage you to journal and if you hate journaling don't do journaling <laughs> but anything that that's going to challenge you a little bit and help you understand your thoughts a bit differently i am all for right and at the very end of the ritual you want to make sure you close out your rituals, right? So I like to close my eyes and start taking in breaths again to soak in all the new energy that I've created during my ritual. And you can either meditate afterwards, gentle stretches or yoga postures, and keep your intentions in a safe place, whether you've written them down or they're in your head, right? Read them and visualize them daily as if they've already been completed. Right. Bonus tip, use crystals to supercharge your, your rituals. Right. And so you can figure out, like I was talking about earlier, you can figure out what sign the moon is in and then what crystals go with that sign. And another little bonus tip, some activity that I like to do when I'm journaling, right. When I'm trying to get clear on what I want in the life that I want to create, it's called, I call it future pacing, get a notebook, a blank notebook or a piece of paper, whatever, and write like you're writing in a diary, but you're pretending like it's in the future. So like today is, it's like the end of October. If I would be future pacing right now, I could write in the journal and say like today is December 1st, even though it's actually October, right? And right, everything is like everything that I'm wanting to create over the next month, all over, over November, I'm going to write it in my diary as it's December and saying everything already has come true. Okay. I'll just give you guys a real life example. Something that I did when we were moving. Um, I did a future pace back in January, future pacing on my birthday, my 30th birthday that was in July. Right. And like saying, I am like on the road traveling. Like I'm so grateful. Like, thank you for the universe for allowing Eli and I to be traveling the world traveling the US and our RV and we get to go hiking, we get to do all of these things. And I'm very grateful and thankful to the universe for allowing this to happen. You know, and I can't believe it. It's something we've always wanted to do. And I just wrote it as it was, right? And that was back in January and in July, like that's exactly what we were doing. We were traveling in our RV, you know, and so it just helps solidify your intentions a little bit in a more realistic way, even though you're like predicting the future, but we do create our own realities. So with that in mind, get clear on your desires and your intentions behind them. And remember to share gratitude for all the magic that's currently in your life. But I really recommend that you future pace, right? Um, and so you can do this on a month to month basis. Like I was just saying, once you get clear for the new moon of this month, which is on November 4th, you can set intentions for the month and goals, and then you can future pace saying that it's December and thanking the universe for allowing all of these like 
beautiful, miraculous things to happen, all of your goals to come true, all of your intentions to come true. Right? It's just an activity to help, right? Because our brains don't actually know the difference between then and now, right? It's not linear for us or for our brain. Um, so it's just a little bit of moon magic for you guys. And if this resonated with you and this is something that you're interested in, um, I did create a new free community called Moon Magic that I will be sending out monthly or biweekly. I haven't decided yet, but it's a free, positive and empowering community centered around all things healing and empowerment and spirituality and manifestation and moon magic and crystals and more for all my wild and witchy spoonies right? Because nobody should be alone in their healing journey. And so I will basically be sharing little bits of magic that move me so that we can heal together. And so I'll be, again, I'm not sure if it's going to be bi-weekly yet, definitely monthly. I'm going to be sharing a little bit about the full moon that month, be talking about the new moon, the full moon, sharing different rituals and journal prompts for those full moons, giving you affirmations, giving you a crystal of the month and a spiritual tip, right? Whether it be something like future pacing or something totally different, you'll have to find out and join the list to find out. But if this resonated with you and you'd like to be part of that free community, you can click the link below this. Um, and I would love to have you come and join me in my healing and spiritual journey so that we can heal together. I love you all. And I'll catch you on the next week's episode of the Endo Babe podcast. Oh, babe, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I had so much fun and I'm so fucking grateful for every single one of you. If you thought that this was helpful or you loved any part of this podcast, I would love, love, love for you to screenshot it and post it on Instagram at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-B-R-I and take me. I would love to see what you're getting out of the episodes. It makes me so happy. I would also love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because that just helps other wonderful endo babes find me as well. I adore you and I believe that you don't deserve to feel like shit. You deserve to have a normal life despite endometriosis. So I love you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll catch you on next week's episode of the Endo Babe Podcast.